Mind when I say Tibet, the beautiful Himalayan mountains, the Dalai Lama, or the famous movie Seven Years in Tibet. There are so many books and movies about Tibet. No doubt they're wonderful, but they're usually not from a Tibetan's perspective. And I need to say this we're so much more than momos and singing bowls. I don't even confirm if singing bowls are a Tibetan thing. <laughs> to give you that authentic sense of what Tibet is and what our culture truly is like, we are here once again with season two of Waking Up Closer to Tibet. Hi, I am Benzin. I am so many things professionally, but at my very core, I am a Tibetan. Join me in this brand new season as I speak to some of the most celebrated Tibetan names who know Tibet in their own unique ways. Ten marvelous episodes with five amazing guests. In this season, I will be having the privilege of being in conversation with His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama, Geshe Thupten Jimpa, Geshe Dorji Damdo. Pechung and Reka Gava. So don't forget to tune in every Wednesday as we get bit by bit closer to Tibet. Dashidili and welcome back. I am going to begin this episode with a question Do you like food? If you said no, then sorry we cannot be friends because I love food. I'm just kidding. I actually love food, but we can still be friends. I love food, and I'm sure that all of you listening to me right now also love food.、Um, love for food is universal, I think. And food is also such a、uh, beautiful expression of our cultures. And when it comes to Tibetan food, there is so much that we have to offer. The stories of how certain dishes came to be, certain you know, recipes that traveled from one place to another, is indeed very intriguing. In this episode,、um, we have our esteemed guest, Reka Gawa. We're discussing about Tibetan food with her、um, because、um, you know, our guest today is、uh, an established Tibetan food entrepreneur, the founder of. Himalaya Tibet Cafe in Edinburgh, Scotland.、Um, and with this cafe, she is not only spreading Tibetan culture, but also the Buddhist principles of compassion and kindness.、Um, she has also started the Pay It Forward scheme to feed the homeless. And of course, we're talking about this in this episode. Her story is very interesting. She has、um, so many valuable insights to offer on Tibetan food. So, Let's get started, shall we? Welcome to CDT Rekala. I am so excited to welcome you on the show. Thank you so much, Tenzin Chitala, for having me on your show. I am so happy to be here speaking. 
Well, I've been eagerly looking forward to having this conversation with you because it's about food. And we are talking about not just any food, we're talking about Tibetan food. You have been promoting our culture through your cafe, which is the Himalaya Tibet Cafe in Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, in one of your interviews, you mentioned that uh, the cafe, the idea of starting your cafe was inspired by the words of His Holiness when you met him in 2004 at the Scottish Parliament. Yes? So what was it like meeting him for the first time? And what is the story behind the, the cafe? So the story behind the cafe came um, when I first met His Holiness Dalai Lama uh, in my old workplace, which was the Scottish Parliament. I was working as a waitress there and uh, he happened to be there for a meeting. Yeah, one day I was, uh, you know, serving a coffee to the presiding officer and then he told me that morning that His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, was visiting the Scottish Parliament and whether I would like to meet him. And I looked at him and I said, how can I say no to this? Because His Holiness for me means so much and, you know, for all the Tibetans. And so I said, if you would make this happen to me, I will be so grateful. So he told me that, okay, you know, I will arrange a meeting for you because he knew that I was the only Tibetan working at the parliament at the time. And uh, so he said, be there in the lobby and I will arrange the meeting for you to meet His Holiness. And so, yeah, and that evening I was there fully dressed in Tibetan dress, uh, very, very excited, very happy. And so, yeah, I met him briefly for like two minutes. And during that very, very brief meeting with His Holiness, he told me how important it is being a Tibetan, living in the West, you know, how important it is to promote our culture, preserving our culture. And so he advised me that I should do that. And uh, yeah, so that's how the cafe came, you know, afterwards, because I had a lot of thought about how I can do that after that meeting. And I thought to myself, what can I do? So I like to cook. I like to talk to people. And so I thought, why not just set up a little cafe here in Edinburgh? And maybe that's how I can start uh, and follow his advice. That's amazing. I mean, you're so, so, so fortunate, Ricola, to to be able to meet His Holiness is like a dream come true. So you've had that fortune of meeting such a noble being. Um, amazing. Yes. Um, so listeners from around the world tuning in right now um, are inquisitive to know about our cuisine. Um, and mm -hmm. there is an assumption for some reason that we Tibetans eat momos every single day, which is not true. It is such a stereotype. So, uh, Rekala, what according to you are some of the most important Tibetan dishes? Because, I mean, now, you know, now that I've been learning about our culture more and researching and reading, I see there's yes. actually a lot of variety in Tibetan food. I used to think, oh, momo, yes. tufa, and that's it. But there is so much variety. So what, according to you, are some of the most important Tibetan dishes? Oh, so for me, you know, there's so many different kinds. And uh, uh, I love Tukpa. You know, Scotland is such a cold country. So for me, it's like Tukpa is my comfort food. And of course, I eat momos as well. Um, I mean, there's so many things. But Tukpa, definitely. Tibetan soup, Tukpa, Kentuk especially. With handful pasta, uh, it's definitely is one of the one of my most favorite food. The tentuk is your favorite, and mostly noodle is your comfort food. Noodles and then moktuk, for example, you know momo tukpa. Um, 
and then we have like Tibetan maybe like Tibetan fried rice um, uh, what else do we have there's so many Tibetan dishes yeah um, for example Tibetan oh pastries oh my god um, it is uh, one of my favorites uh, Rekala Shabhale right Jingmo and Shaoluping yeah. and there's so much yeah there's so so many more different varieties Yes. And uh, how can we forget the staple? It, there's a saying, okay? There's a saying in Tibetan. You know, there is a saying, which literally translates to that people who eat Tsampa are the real Tibetans. So if you're not a Tsampa eater, you're not a Tibetan. You're not Tibetan. No. And we- <laughs> So we all, I think most 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 Tibetans, we grew up with sampa, you know. So for us, sampa is one of the main thing for us. And uh, yeah, I am Tibetan, but grew up in India. But you know, when I was little, my parents will always feed me sampa. There's always sampa in the house, you know. So every morning we have like sampa uh, tukpa, sampa uh, soup, uh, or chamduk, for example. Right, because um, actually. Zampa, this is so, so surprising sometimes when I think about it, is that Zampa being a staple Tibetan food is not as popular as Momo or Thukpa in, that we have in restaurants. It has never occupied its position in restaurants. So do you think there is a possibility perhaps in the future for us to be able to uh, establish its place in restaurants by innovating the Tsampa? Uh, like, for example, having a Tsampa cookie or Tsampa pastry or something Tsampa, but you know, served in a more urban or modern way. Do you think we can do that in the future? I think it's possible. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I make sampa cookies in the cafe anyway. And, you know, I always offer to customers and they do love it. They love it. And because sampa is so healthy, it's a thing that people want to, you know, have healthy stuff. Yeah, so sampa cookies definitely is a thing that I make in the cafe uh, here in, uh, in the Himalaya. And people, my customers love them. And then sampa soup, for example. You know, sometimes when the weather is really cold, I make sampa soup with lots of vegetables. I'm vegetarian. So, you know, so I always try to uh, encourage um, people to have more vegetarian food. So, you know, I would make a big pot of sampa soup and then have it there in the cafe. And, you know, my friends will come and they will always have a bowl and they always praise the sampa soup. Absolutely. And I think sampa can truly keep an individual warm because it's a it's the food of people from the high altitude like even historically back in tibet when we lived in tibet um in that altitude i mean tibet is a roof of the world so tsampa is what kept us warm right uh pure yak milk and yak butter and meats and of course you're vegetarian but then back in tibet we were all like non-vegetarians because of the kind of weather and harsh climate that we had so um for cold Cold winters, Tampa can be your best friend. Having um, this conversation about food makes me so happy um, because um, I love discussing about food with people. Um, and especially if it's Tibetan food, then it takes me back to good times when um, I used to have like some of my favorite Tibetan um, dishes and um, mom would make it for me and I would truly relish it 
Oh, good old days, but never mind. We'll continue our conversation、uh, in the next episode about Tibetan food, and hopefully,、uh, we will be able to know more about Tibetan cuisine and about the Tibetan staple zamba. You know, there's a saying that, as you know, most of us we we say this in our culture in a very humorous way that you're not a Tibetan unless you eat zamba. So zamba is a dish.、Um, It's actually a staple food. It's made out of barley.、Uh, we add butter, milk, a tea, sometimes sugar. I think that's optional, but it's amazing. It's delicious.、Um, yeah, we'll talk about all kinds of Tibetan food apart from momos that most people already know about、uh, in the next episode. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you in the next episode. If you like this episode. Then please support this podcast by sharing it with your loved ones. You can give me a shout out and mention me in your Instagram stories and posts. My Instagram handle is Tenzin the Chidden the Twenty Four. That is T E N Z I N dot C H O D O N dot Twenty Four. To stay updated about waking up closure to Tibet podcast, don't forget to follow. HD Smartcast on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. To listen to more podcasts, log on to hdsmartcast.com or suno ne nazariyese. This was an HD Smartcast original. HD Smartcast.